Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to hide the kids and pop the top on a cold one. Coming to you from the Riverbank studio in Nitro, West Virginia, please welcome the inebriated cast of Section 304. Welcome to Section 304 Podcast, where we're drinking beers and talking ears. I'm Jeremy Yost. I'm in the studio with John Crumb, Matt Durrett. And it's, uh, we're about a week out from football season, boys. Yeah. College, college played last Saturday. Yeah. Austin P. And Yeah. But it was still, it was, it was football. Definitely. Definitely nice to see you it watch on the it? TV. A little bit. Not not all of it. I, I watched watch a lot it. of the third quarter. I didn't watch it. I was going to say, I watched the ki- the opening kickoff and then I, I kind of flipped back. Kid scored it. on the first play of the game, didn't he? Yeah. I knew it was the one. I didn't, I didn't watch it, though. I forget what I was saying. I was probably playing fucking Call of Duty. But You're sucked into the Call of Duty. Dude, I'm hooked. <laughs> hooked. Thinking about getting into e-gaming. Getting a team. You guys want in? Put it together. We'll see how football goes. Maybe be on TBS. Become when superstars. does the new station come out? What new station? The new, the PS. new PlayStation. I think. It comes oh, out it's, next year. Uh, no, it's just like October. Oh, is it this year? Yeah, it's like October, November. That and the Xbox, I think. But man, I stopped playing all that shit, and then I got sucked into this fucking Call of Duty Warzone. Dude, it's addictive. I saw the preview for a new Call of Duty that and is right dude, up my alley. Dude, dude, dude. Yeah. Yeah, the that, Cold War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Some yeah, spy yeah. shit. Yeah. Lay your books out on the table and play. <laughs> I was going to say it is. Yeah. Him yeah. and Rat Rod. The Warzone will, thing's uh, free. The Warzone's like a Fortnite, but it's Call of Duty style. And if you get like two or three people who you can play with, and then you wear the hat. To... Look, dude, this is I'm doing all the <laughs> shit I used to make fun of. <laughs> COVID's changed a man. It really did. The 14 days uh. of, of being locked is when this started for me. And it was I ran out of just there's nothing on TV, I couldn't be around anybody. So what do you do? You have your brother drop your PlayStation off. You end up somebody says, "Yo, jump on this Call of Duty Warzone." You see, it's on the PlayStation. You play it. They're like, "Throw them headphones on." We can say, "Oh, okay." And now I'm that guy. I'm the dude sitting in my basement with the TV about talking shit with my chair about four feet from the TV. I've been there. Letting people know. I've been there. I know what that's all about. Yeah. It's like, I just 12 fucking hours, wrecked you. 12 hours disappearing. Like, yeah, just like trying that. to find out what gun. It's like, you look down, it's like, shit, it's got to be about lunch at pockets, dinner time. Well, speaking of real games, we had a scrimmage on Saturday. We did have a scrimmage. I guess uh, it's, he, he didn't what, seem as happy about yeah, what this I, one. What I read was a lot of give and take. But it did not sound good, and the numbers. He said shit ton of penalties. The rush, the running the ball yeah. uh, does not look. It was like the leading rusher for the second third squad was Avera Sparrow with three carries for like 38 yards. 
And then uh, that's good. Well, Letty had four carries for forty. He had a big run, didn't he? Like a forty yarder, thirty nine yard. It sounds like he's going to be the number one guy. He should be. He's he's I I've liked him since he was a freshman, and I think he hits the hole the hardest. And I think he also gives you a change of pace where he he can be a power guy, but he can also be a shifty speed guy. Right. As if well. he's got a, if he's got a truck you, he'll truck you. If he can yes. slide past you, he can he's got the capability. The, the worry for me is we're we're going to try to do that three headed monster. Yep. And I that's never worked. Two headed monster works. It worked for the Giants. It's worked for uh it's worked for WVU. It's worked for many of squads, but when you start a track try going three, look what happened. Pet to this day I still think Martel Petaway probably should have got more carries than he got. Oh, I agree. I, I, I a lot of times, yeah, a lot I agree of times, he was the hot hand, and he, for whatever reason, didn't get it. We didn't go to him in the red zone a lot. And reading about the scrimmage sounds like the red zone's a problem again. Yeah, it, it, it it's seeming doesn't do you no good to get there and then get fucking three points. Yep, gotta punch it in. That's how you lose games. Yeah. Not converting those into touchdowns. Yeah. Well, didn't he say? Didn't Casey leg? Miss a couple field goals too, and so I mean, field goal kicking's never been strong. Sounds like the defense is pretty far ahead of the offense at this point, which is traditionally the case in fall camp, right? And I mean, I almost like that better anyway, because anytime our offense gets talked up, we shit the bed. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, really think about it. Anytime our offense has been talked up, they've come out and you've had these big expectations that it's going to be something great. And yeah, they just, I mean, it, they they do. Or it seems like our offense does better when they just kind of get the mediocre and then they come out fired up and on fire, a little under the radar, right? Um, you guys, I, you guys see the pick that that Mayo kid had? Oh yeah, toe tapper. No, I didn't right see that. Side. I saw that there was a walk on from Morgantown who they, I think his name's Fox. Preston Fox, sure. maybe? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 He's yes. tearing it up. He had a really nice catch. Uh, Garrett Green had a nice throw. You I, get a, you get little snippets from the scrimmage on the uh, social media. Yeah, and that's all you can look at. Right. Yeah. They don't it's hard let, to they get don't, a feel. Yeah, they don't, they don't let you in too much, and it's like last year when you were bitching they were putting those videos out of them grilling hot dogs. You can only get what they give you because Cause they can, coronavirus they doesn't let you. Yeah, and they don't. I don't think they're letting – a lot of media in. I mean, uh, the the press conference after the game or after the scrimmage was all Zoom. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was more of asking Coach Brown, "Hey, what about X Y Z?" I oh. think they're taking a lot of extra precautions with with all this, which is fine. You know, you do what you got to do to play. But reading about it, it does not sound like the offense is. Uh, is world beaters. And with that comes the problem of, okay, your defense is that far ahead, but are you going to strand them on the field and gas them? Right. Well, and I think it also comes down to where they're talking about how they did the split camps. They they were kind of splitting between Mm -hmm. the offense, defense, position, this, position, that, in order to maintain social distancing. And – you know how how cohesive can you really be, especially That's tough, especially That's on offense. Tough. I mean, that offensive continuity is huge. You know, Absolutely. defense you can kind of get away with a little bit because the secondary does their thing, the big guys up front do, do theirs, and the linebackers and bandits. Do, yeah, so do much theirs. of offense is timing too, right? And I'm concerned about the running game 
I'm, it's one of those things that I will not get hyped up about until I see it improve before my eyes. I it like hasn't our been good since uh, I don't want to say his name. I, I knew uh, you were going there. It hasn't been good since uh, shit. Uh, don't want to say his name either. Yeah, did kid is now in jail. Um, mm-hmm. It hasn't been real good since since he was there. Mm-hmm. And that's you know. Well, you were so top heavy. With Will Greer, like, of course you were going to throw the ball, what, 50 times a game with him? On average, yeah. And that probably gave you the best chance to win. But uh, we don't have a Will Greer. and uh, We might. You think so? Who? I I like the freshman a lot. Well, we're not going to run a Will Greer offense either. We're going to be more balanced. That's fine. He, yeah. can, he has legs. And if, if this he, is he's, – He's a dual threat. Right, yeah. right. And I, everything you guys he, are, he's getting a lot of hype now. Granted, a lot of times they'll put that hype out there to inspire your first and second string guy to let them read the the little nugs about the freshman. But I mean, this kid came in; he's three, four star, dual threat. He's you know he's he's out of Florida State's <clears throat> backyard. Well, he's, and uh, uh, yeah, you kind of listen to Brown talk about him. He says, you know, this was before they made the ruling that freshmen are getting a free year. He said that he was impressed with him. He likes what he's seeing out of him, the kid's work ethic, how, you know. He was an early enrollee, he, too. Right. And now, you know, he said that he – will he play? He said no. He said he's not going to play. He said – but he said I'm very impressed with him. But now, now it's it's a free year. Will he play? I lean on the answer to being yes. It seemed like he was leaning towards uh, Deggie not playing last year either. And then you saw what happened there. Well, you got those four games where you can work it in, and Daggy, that was more, I, from what I remember, was a question of his health, not his skill. Right. And but, I, I think Garrett Green will get in junk time if we have big leads, but I don't see I don't see a lot of reps, big leads this year. He took reps with the second team Saturday, and he had two, two long touchdowns arrived Saturday in the scrimmage. They said, now, granted, third team. But they said that uh, the offense looked best when he was under center, and he had two uh, two very long touchdown drives and looked 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 good. And then he got some run with the second team. But if so, you, you watch Brown's offense at Troy, he liked working in option like zone read and. Well, but this kid has the uh, this kid has legs. Yes, I mean he's he was that gives him Kendall, a Kendall he was recruited does not have legs. Garrett Green and, and Seth Daggy blocks. <laughs> Green and Daggy were both recruited as mobile quarterbacks, dual threat quarterbacks. You know, Austin Kendall was a pocket passer, and, and I mean, and you see it because yeah. even if he's got a scramble, he can't really. No, scramble. and Daggy, I wouldn't say Daggy's a runner more as a guy who can kind of escape the pocket yeah, and, and and get you know run someone open. Basically, he isn't going to run for like sixty yards a game. Where Garrett Green, it sounds like. You could design runs for him, and he could be effective. Yeah, yeah, and but would you say that this is the most quiet any type of QB battles been? Well, it's all quiet, and it's all everything. Everything's quiet from everywhere except for the guys who are are withdrawing and not going to play this year, like Jamar Chase and some of those cats at at LSU. Right. Pretty much everything else is quiet because you can't you can't really get around it. Like it's all. Click, you know, it's all kept uh, close quarters because of the of the coronavirus and shit that's going on. So, 
it's the most quiet for any preseason you're ever going to see other than they're meeting, oh, they're canceling, they're not canceling, they're playing, they're not going to play, they're going to have fans, they're not going to have fans. That's the kind of shit that you've been getting this year as opposed to Trevor Lawrence looks X, Y, and Z, and this guy's good for Clemson. This is the Mountaineers have this, that, and the other. It's it's uh, the only real thing that they had this off season that they even put anything out of was the locker room. Right. I mean, you Which, didn't really you didn't really get a lot else, and that locker room is top notch. I mean, that thing is tits. But um, you would have liked to have seen a little more. But you also have to look at they couldn't even come into camp normally. Right. So you you, you know. Like I said, man, it, it's great that they play, but if you win this, if if, and I'm not saying the Mountaineers are going to win a national, but if you whoever wins a national title, can it's you really? Can you really? It's like you know, can you really count it? Yeah, you can. I mean, there you used to be it, multiple but it's always national going to be, champions, right? And you can count it, but it's always going to be that was the year that the, the Big, Big Ten, Ten and Pac-12 weren't in. Pac-12 yeah. didn't play. But. Well. We'll see. I I just don't I, think it's – I don't think it uh, – you can count it, you can hang your flag, do whatever you want, but it's not going to feel like an actual college football season. Right. And what are they going to do with the playoffs? I know they said they're going to have one for the teams playing this fall and um, all that, but you can't have – there's so many fucking bowl games, there's no way you can fill them all. Maybe this is the start of doing away with some of those. Let's get that Dollar General Bowl in fucking Mobile out of here. <laughs> Nobody wants to watch that on December 23rd. Well, and I, I think that's what – I think this is where you start seeing where you can do the at-large and then – Instead of the conference right. tie-ins. That'd be cool. I wish they'd get away from some of that. I mean, it seems like we always get matched up with an ACC team, which – Well, and you play in a shit bowl. Like, who the fuck wants to go to Orlando at the Camping World Bowl that's in the center of – it's in the shittiest part of Orlando. It's just a nasty – nasty stadium it's not in any there's nothing around it's a dump it's like who the fuck wants that's not a reward and you're playing on like the 20 you're playing on like the 26th yeah yeah i gotta leave and go down and miss christmas no thanks to come here yeah i'm leaving christmas eve and spending christmas what are you gonna take me over let me change a tire at fucking disney's uh nascar themed park or whatever it is they got going down there no thank you pass it's like going to New York to play in a pinstripe bowl. Why the fuck do I want to play in a baseball stadium? Pass. Yeah. In December? What, yeah, and that's what Tavon and those guys did. They passed, got routed by Syracuse, jumped on a plane, flew back home that night. Started, didn't even started working out right. They didn't even practice up there. They practiced in the goddamn ballroom. They'd walk that team had checked out long before that game. Do you blame yeah, them? But Are no, you going to be hyped for that? Dude, no, the swag not. they got for that bowl was trash. They didn't get like a pinstripe jersey or anything? As a member of the media that went up to cover that, I got a unisex toboggan that was obviously for females, and <laughs> they gave out the large T-shirts. Do I look like a man who fits a large? No. When I said that, the dude was like, we got what we got. It's all you get. Wouldn't even let us tour Monument Park, and you know I'm a huge Yankee fan. They literally cut that stadium off. We could go in, ride an elevator, go into a media room. That was that. Didn't get to go to Monument Park. Didn't get to do shit. Well, I think we're going to have a starting quarterback by the end of the week. They're going to well, name it. Well, right? it's going to be Daggy. It's going to be Daggy. I think the question will be, you know how how many snaps does Garrett Green get? Because it's going to it's going to be Daggy Kendall. 
I mean, I don't see them putting Garrett. You think they'll run number two? You think Kendall will get a certain amount of snaps though, or do you think it'll just be straight up Deggy? I'd say right now. I mean that that opener against EKU. Oh I'd, yeah, he's gonna play. I'd say he'll play. He'll get some. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll get some snaps because you don't know how you react until you're you know you're back in the game. Oh, this is going to be all new. You know, no fans, so no hype. Um, I mean, I, I, I will say, I will say that I think you see Daggy three fourths of the time. That sounds about right. Um, EKU plays Saturday. They play at Marshall. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, well, here, it's going to be. Have they announced the TV yet? No, it's no. Uh, is it on ESPN? Marshall's it, on it ESPN will. Saturday. No, for our game. We are going to be on ESPN, I believe. I Probably saw ESPN something. But, plus. But they haven't. No, I don't think it's a plus game either because I think the contract states for a plus game that it has to be a conference game. So they're going to have us and EKU on national television? Well, there's not much else going to be playing. I saw the ratings for or the maybe, uh, college maybe football maybe game Fox. versus the NBA. Well, it's not even close. College football drubbed. FCS college football drubbed the NBA. That's why you have all those shitty bowl games because of TV. Those shitty bowl games do better ratings than college basketball or well, anything. It also has to do with uh, gambling. A lot of oh, people, gambling helps. Know, a lot of people like to lay lines and, and bet that shit. You know, people betting golf and UFC for the last, what, Four months, and then the yeah. NBA, MLB, and all that comes back. So you get that back, and now you get football. It starts to feel a little normal. You get the blood pumping. Throw a little bit. Throw some parlays in there. Get it together. But, no, I don't know, man. I mean, it, they, the NBA never draws great numbers television-wise, does it? It, it depends on who's playing. I mean, when you have – I mean, I don't want to watch – Those Golden State-Cleveland series were huge ratings. Watch to see LeBron lose. The finals usually does really good numbers wise, yeah. but I think regular season NBA draws dick. I don't think it draws much. Not you much. you have you have an abundance of fan like an allegiance of fans who are into that, and you have a lot of people who will turn it on and look at it and then turn it off, and that's what it is. And I don't well, know. Well, all right. So Daggy's going to start. You guys I, got Daggy. I, I, I would say I'd that. I'd say so. Let me ask, who's the player you watch for? Who, who's think, one player right I now think that you're Garrett Green's in by midseason? Do you really? Yep. As, no a, as a starter, yep. no way. Unless there's injuries, no way. We'll see, won't we? No, I, think I mean about four games in. I don't think either of those other two quarterbacks are that fucking impressive. I said that last year. Didn't think either one of them were that impressive. Nagy had a couple games, right? Still wasn't great. Not solving your problem. That's true. You're right. I well, it'll be interesting. I mean, what if he goes out there and uh, Garrett Green just blows blows up like well, just plays extremely well then you got him for another four years yeah because it's a free year i mean i i don't i don't i don't think that the two the, the two there now are band-aids that's right. what they were that's what he was when he came yeah. in as a transfer it's a band-aid and a placeholder now you got this kid on campus early maybe he's a little bit ahead of the curve i think by about four or five games in i think he's gonna i think he's gonna take over Maybe it ends up somebody goes down, and gets hurt, and he's put in there, and then, and then he takes over. Yeah, I want to. I love Pat White. The guy I want to see is Tony Fields, or not? No, I'm sorry, T- 
Tony Mathis. Tony Mathis. Yeah. I want to yeah. see him get a lot more burn. I When he came out of high school, I really liked his offer sheet. I really liked the highlights I saw, the way he runs, and I like his size. He's taller. Um, in what I saw from him last year at the end of the year, the little bit of game he did get to play, I like. So I, I, I'm with you. I, I want two running backs. Three seems like a crowd to me. And three's too much because you end up spending too much fucking time worrying about splitting carries out. If you're going to do three, then do what you say you're going to do. Go with the hot hand. Don't don't pull and don't don't. I'm going to give you a series, you a series, you a series. Then we're going to you a series, you a series, I don't like you a that. series. That's awful. I think it should be situational, but I I think it takes it can take a running back a few plays. They need a few series to kind of get in a lather and get warmed up a little bit. And when you're constantly shuffling guys, it, it well, on on top of that, hopefully that there's a coach saying when oh, who's yeah. going in and you don't let them. You know, other than that. Other than than Green, I think uh, Ollie Jennings is going to have a big year. And then on the defensive side of the ball, I'm excited to see uh, Treshawn Miller get in there and uh, Jackie Matthews. Jackie Matthews is is the JUCO guy we got that plays in the secondary. And Treshawn Miller was the kid we flipped from LSU who had the ankle or knee last year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then. to see the he's kid, tall, to, yeah. He's to see, built like Rasul Douglas. To see Cal and uh, get out there will be fun too. Oh, and then man. obviously, I don't think anybody he, anybody who would listen to this, if if you don't know who Darius and Dante Stills are, just uh, drop your fan cards to us in the mail and and just go to Huntington on Saturday because the Stills brothers wreck shit. So your defensive players were the same ones I had. Yeah, I'm I, I'm really excited for Miller. I, I will say for offense. I was leaning towards Mathis. I was leaning towards Sam James. Uh huh. But I'm excited to see, with as much as Brown has talked about him, Bryce Ford Wheaton. Okay. It seems like because I mean it, it never fails in a press conference. He brings up Wheaton. Wheaton did this. You you know he's been doing this. He's been working here. It seems like every press conference his name is getting mentioned. So. Is he standing out that much? Are the other ones not standing? You know, kind of laying back. Is yeah. he busting his ass a little bit more? You know it. Coaches talked him up. It doesn't seem like Brown's just going to willy nilly talk somebody up. No, I don't think he. I don't think he's one to heap praise when praise isn't due. Right. Those so, guys are all young too. I mean, they're what are they? They're soft. Some of them are probably still freshmen. Well, they Wheaton, probably Wheaton's a redshirt freshman. Hmm. So, you know, and, and you're getting that much buzz from from the HC. Speaking of the HC, this year count against him. I know it counts against his contract. What last, do you mean? Well, last against? year. So last you year, take you a gave break him, and then talk about that. Yeah, can. that's a good idea. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back after this. 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 We'll be right back after this word. 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 Son of a bitch! When your heating and cooling system needs service, turn to Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been delivering quality service in West Virginia since 1980. No matter the make or model, Francisco Heating and Cooling can make sure your unit is back in service in no time, and their work is guaranteed. Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning is fully licensed and insured and is a certified train dealer. And remember, it's hard to stop a train. Find them on Facebook or call 304-542-1895. 
Catch the Mountaineers in comfort with Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning. What's up, Mountaineer Nation? This is Grant Wiley, and you're listening to Section 304 Podcast. Let's go, Mountaineers. All right. Welcome back in. Part two of the Section 304 Podcast on a Monday night. Part two? Part two? Part two? Segment two? I mean, I don't... Reda. I just say welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back. Yeah. I can cut this up. Welcome back. Nah, fuck it. Leave it in. I mean, who cares? Okay. Let it be. Let, Let it, it ride. Go. Let it ride. Let it roll. Let it ride. Start at Crumb. Let's go. Coach Brown, you What's count your... It? Okay. Lead in... <laughs> Coach Brown, you count I'm going to say him? Coach Brown. I mean, do you count it against him? And when I say do you count it against him, so you, he comes in last year. So you give him that free year. It's not his players. It's not, you know, it's a new offense. It's new this. You, you come up with a, a whole gambit of excuses for him to back him. Right. You know, and help him right. out a little bit. But because he did emerge himself in the culture. He is doing this. He's doing everything right. Now, you know, COVID hits. This year is free for the players, and we've already said, you know, you're not burning a red shirt. You're not doing this. You're giving them a pass. Do you give Coach Brown a pass if he does – If we suck. Sub, subpar to mediocre. I, I would. But, I, I He's not under any – question I I don't have any questions about him right now what are you expecting this year that that you think he's gonna like what's your what's your standard for this year I'm at like six wins if we go I'm, I'm at yeah I'm at like six wins if we go four and six I wouldn't be surprised if we went six and four I wouldn't be surprised and I don't think anyone's doubting him in I don't I don't think he has the people who dislike him the way the last guy did oh year too well because I How do you feel about the direction of the program? If you look at the recruiting class he's got coming for this year, it's a fucking monster. Yeah. He's so how do you feel? It. How do you feel about the direction of the program? Just, I'm loving the direction. I'm loving yeah, where yeah, it's I going. I think most right. people are pretty excited about. It. I mean, they've you've had the one situation that ended poorly that may have some people upset, but uh, I think everyone's gotten over that. Yeah. But I think uh, as far as he goes, I don't see anybody trying to take anything away from him or being upset with what he's doing. Um, I think the thing that you have to worry about is him overachieving and then somebody bigger coming and trying to pick him out. That's a good problem to have. Yeah, especially. It's a great fucking problem to have, but. I know it's been said, though. I mean, if it's been rumored that Shane Lyons has said, if Neil Brown leaves, it's not going to be because of money. Good. Fair enough. So he said that now with the contracts we have, what we've got coming in, money won't be an issue. We will be able to compete with, I mean, not if Alabama or someone, you know, if Alabama came in, you've seen what they can do. They can throw whatever they want at somebody if they want them bad enough. But for for a majority of college football, I heard that Lions has made the comment that we will be able to compete. Compete financially. That's good. So if, you know, and I, I know everyone keeps saying – Brown played at Kentucky. He started coaching. I don't think he goes. That's a lateral move from that's us. A that's a step back, in my opinion. Well, I'm just saying play the lateral Georgia, move as far Florida, as Tennessee's yeah. getting better. When I say lateral move, yeah. it's just you're in the SEC, right? Right. You know, right. but you're not getting a. I I don't 
I don't. To answer your question, for me, I don't think anybody holds this against him if they were to have a sour season because the whole fuck. I mean, I think most people are ready to just say fuck twenty twenty. Let's blow it off the map. It doesn't count. Let's start at January one. Well, and because I'm thinking you're going to see they're going to take advantage of this rule with seeing these freshmen because it's not going to hurt you. No, and you're going to play to win the game. But you, you didn't get your spring ball in because everybody sent home. This is so, kind of like spring ball to me. Yeah, so it's, it's it's almost like uh, you know, like they're saying the NBA feels like an AAU tournament and shit. This is almost like if football had travel teams. It's kind of what it feels like. You're getting like a spring ball feel, like an extra an extra season type. Like feel. this month is kind of like spring ball. Yeah, right. and and you're not. I don't think you're getting a true picture at, at what they can do. But I still think he wins five six games easy. And I think that's one of the things you can always count on. I don't ever look for him to fail or be underprepared like our last guy. No. Our last fucking guy was underprepared and couldn't couldn't switch anything at halftime. One of the worst coaches I've ever seen at making adjustments in my life. And I, That I just, was across the board, too. Right. Because yeah, our and, defense didn't adjust for shit against Oklahoma State. And I just don't think you're ever going to see this guy get outworked. I just and I don't see any Mountaineer fan hating it because I think he has the he carries the same attitude and work ethic into life that most Mountaineers have to, most Mountaineer fans have to do. They're nine to fivers, you know. I mean, it is That's, what it yeah. is, and I, I don't I don't think I think he could go two and eight, and everybody's going to say, okay, well, fuck you, wait till next year. Look at this class we got coming in. Right, wait till you see this kid at quarterback. You get a little taste of what you got, and like. Yeah, and we, we're, we're not going to and eight. No, but I think if we did, nobody's going to give a shit. Right. I don't think anybody's going to bat an eye. Unless and we're just trash. Sales are going to drop. Yeah, unless we're just complete trash. Dude, but there's no shot that happens. There's. We should have been two and ten last year. I don't. I, I've said this a thousand times, but the fact that we won five games last year was incredible. That was all. At the, especially at the coaching. end of the year, it was coaching. It yeah. was playing uh, possession football and relying on your defense and special teams, which we really haven't done since – well, we never really relied on special teams. He's never uh, going to be outworked. That's no. why when, when Dickhead left and we landed this guy, it's nationally known and recognized that West Virginia hit the lottery landing this guy as a coach. He was a very, very hot commodity, and thank God it finally worked out in our way one time. That we got the guy everybody wanted, and he lived up to what he's supposed to be. Well, again, I mean, like we've said over and over, I mean, he's submerged himself in this culture. You know, I mean, he's he was taking his daughters to gymnastics meets, volleyball meets. Tell me the last time you saw the football coach at a gymnastics meet. Uh, you know, I don't know. I know. Unless Stu did some of that stuff, I don't know. Well, Stu might have. Yeah, I don't know. Neilan might have. <laughs> you know, but you know, and then. You get to hear that he's this family. Neilan was not going to a fucking gymnastics. I said might have. I said might have. Don Neilan probably wasn't even going to basketball games. But (laughs) you know, you hear that he's this family guy, and is it? You know, you heard the same thing about the other guy, and it turned out to be not so much. But you, I don't care as long as you win. You can be a scumbag, and if you win, you're my guy. Fucking Coach K, huh? Yeah. I mean, if Dana would have won eleven games and won the Big Twelve, I would not care if he, that's not going to happen. The fact that a he, fucking dickhead, like yeah, that. I, he's, I, he's never prepared. Right, right. And he, his whole approach to recruiting and player development just lazy and JUCO. Yep, lazy JUCO. And this guy looks holes. like he's developing talent. So 
patching the holes and filling it in with Juco. That's all he was doing. I I think we can win five or six games. I wouldn't be surprised. I think we're going to sneak up on some people. I mean, yeah, we're not we're not projected to win shit this year. No, no. We're like what? Like and he'll over the Big Twelve. He'll overachieve. Absolutely. Like he did last year. That's what he. Does. I mean, the team last year was a mess. Well, the defense wasn't that good. They they played really good in some spots. But we'll start two and zero. No, we're not starting two and zero. We play know. Oklahoma State the first conference no, game. We don't. Is that yeah. the first game? Yeah, They'll that's kill the oh, Okay, well, shit. We'll play we might be five and one though. If we were five and one, would you be surprised? Pleasantly, no. yeah. I mean, but it's it's plausible. It's, it I was thinking we had a, a cupcake in the second game. Too. It's all screwed no. up with that new. Yeah. We we were supposed to. It's all fucked up. But. We'll see. I mean, I but to answer your question, no, I don't hold it against them. I don't have any doubts on where this program is going. We're going to win, and we're going to win the right way. We're going to develop talent the way you're supposed to develop it, and we're going to play smart football as opposed to trying to outscore everyone by 60 points. Indeed. Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to start seeing a little bit. I mean, you watch him some of his old games against Troy or for Troy against LSU and Nebraska, and, he, you know, he – he kept his composure, and this is a—it's been a long time since we've had a coach. Actually, he almost cost Troy the game by well, getting by a sportsmanlike yeah. conic penalty. But you live and learn. But I'm just saying, overall, yeah. as, as a coach, he's kept his composure. And you know, a kid screws up, he gets in, he, you know—he gets on him, and then he stands there and he coaches him. Yeah, you know, you're, you're starting to see that a little bit more, and you're starting to see, and I—and that's what I attribute last season to. It was a coaching year. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he coached these players. He, he taught them. He, you know, and now we're starting to – I've got high expectations. I've got higher expectations for the freshmen he brought in. This year? Yes. I got no problem with that. I think you're going to see some freshmen play a lot. Why, why not? You've got to see if this year doesn't Well, they got to be ready to go. Exactly. Yeah, if but, this year doesn't count and you know what's coming in behind you – why don't you play him and then find out if it's he's worth a damn? Mm-hmm. If if he's not worth a damn, then you know who's coming up behind him, you know. And and then you look at the kids say, "Hey, you'll be a sophomore." Here I, comes this freshman. I like that they're not counting it because if you, if you do have a wash year, fuck it, play him, let him go, right? Let him let him in, let him go. Yeah, I think um, at the end of 2018, it was pretty clear that we didn't want Dana Holgerson running our program anymore. Like the whole Greer, you know, receivers, all those guys we had, that was our last ditch to try to win the Big 12. And as soon as that didn't happen, you you were like, he's got to go. Like if if this team couldn't do it, because he added the patchwork transfers, like the kid from USC, the lineman, and then the kid from Clemson. And we just sort of patched this thing together, together to make a run. And it didn't happen. Like it was never going to happen. Like he was never going to develop a team – and develop players the way you have to do it to win the conference. Nah. No, but I will say Spencer Rattler starting at Oklahoma, we might take that game. That's that's what I was thinking about. How ironic would it be if if we beat Oklahoma, we have all these big crowds for them, we always fall flat on our face, and, and we beat them with no one like 12,000, we beat them. Yeah. 
It's always toward the end of the game. That fucking uh, shit. The year they had Baker Mayfield, that game was over eight minutes into the game. Yeah, we well, had that kickoff return. Hollywood, and then... but the, the 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 year before that, when they were in Morgantown, and we got beat by that receiver that had the fucking he had dyed his hair like blonde. And oh yeah. Like, God, I about threw up in the stands, and I don't even think I was drinking. <laughs> it's like, man, if we get beat by this fucking this this guy. You could lose to anybody, but that dude, not that fucking guy. But it's 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 brutal. But yeah, the year with Hollywood, that was a year that A B was on the sideline in that big fur coat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, now that was a, two years ago, wasn't it? Now he's at yeah. home in his big fur coat making music. It's not very good. <laughs> good for him. Good for him. Good life choices. You think we finish the season? You think Kobe yes. answers it? Yeah. Yes. Once you start it, you're not going to stop. That's it. that's how I feel. You know, and Bullsby came out and said that, you know, okay, fine. I but. also think that, that, that them giving the free year has a lot to do with the with the standards they put in of if you do test positive, you have to sit for 14 days, which is essentially two games. Two games. And I think, That's I a good think, point. I think you have to take that into account. If you're going to do it, you can't fuck them over if they're going to play. And if they test positive, make them miss two games, and then that, that in turn is like a quarter of the season or whatever. Um, you can't do that to them. So with okay, now I got to ask this: Do you end up seeing so you, injury reports and that type of stuff like in the NFL? Do you start seeing them having to submit some type of roster to the? I'm sure they'll all have to be tested. They'll all ha- sure. they will have to be tested. But I mean, do you think you have to submit a roster? Do you think they'll cut down on who's going to be on the sideline and who's been practicing? Uh, I I don't I think when I think when you travel, I think you're going to take probably some less guys you'll probably leave some at home because you don't want to have all that all those people together on the plane but i mean who the fuck knows i mean right you know it, it is what it is it's nobody knows how it's going to work but yeah, I, and they're I leaving think, it up to each yeah. conference to do their you know and, and how much how many positive tests say if you've got you have four a cluster positive, yeah you've got four positive tests on your offense you know, is the whole you know? Do you, you have to scrap the, the game? Room. Yeah, do you, you have might to? have to. It is what it is, man. I mean, but people want this to be played so badly, and understandably so. You uh, you figure it out, make adjustments as it goes, and you say fuck it. I mean, at the end of the day, like we were talking about when all this started, money's what makes the world go round, and they were going to lose a lot of money if they didn't play, right? Billions. And that's just like you know these other professional sports. You can okay, superstars can take the year off, but if you're a but your first mid, year rookie, yeah, if you're a mid level guy, you can't you can't afford to have that. What's bubble, the average that length bust. of a pro career in football? Probably three or four it, years. Three or four maybe. years. Yeah. I mean, basketball's probably two or three. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, much, you've got to make ba- money while you can. Basketball, you can go overseas and still get a bag, That's true. And, and it's a lot easier. As well, you, you were shitting by. on that last week. No. I was about to shit on it again before you jumped in there because I was going to tell you it's a lot easier to get that bag if you look at some of the guys that are signing to play and what they've done in college. I mean, there's a lot of dudes who had half-assed college careers, you know, which props to them. None of us ever had a college career, so right. they're better than us, and they beat my ass on a basketball court. But what I'm saying is guys who you look at as never have a chance to play pro in basketball, well, that's a lie. They can go overseas and become, you know, I mean, shit. Flowers yeah. was a good player. He's still balling overseas, mm-hmm. and he's got a pretty good career going. Jawan State Dude, didn't didn't Flowers end up winning like winning one championship and came home, and they got called for another league to come play in. Yeah, I in mean, their championship in France, game. It's you know, look at 
Marbury reinvented himself. He's a he's yeah. a he's a god in China. China. I mean, you can basketball China. has basketball has a lot more avenues. China. You know, the CFL is in some <laughs> trouble. Uh, they've shut their they season down. It. I heard they're in some trouble. The, the XFL Canadian been Football bought. League. Yeah, they can't like they canceled. They the said, XFL nope. has been bought by the Rock, but we'll see what that turns into. That could turn into a he hate me situation again, where it's a sideshow football league. I don't know that the Rock would do that. I don't think he would. I don't you think just, you would. No, but you got to find some way to generate money. And yeah. Basketball, you got a lot more options to, to, to make money. Football, like you said, because the AFL, the yeah. AFL was there and it folded. I mean, there's never been – nothing has sustained for like a farm league or minor league for football. It's either NFL, Canadian, or well, anything that tries to compete against the NFL gets destroyed. Like the USFL, I don't know if you watched the thirty for thirty on that. Yeah, yeah the, they they were good in the spring, but the minute they moved to fall, it was over. Like no one's going to watch that over the NFL. I think right. there's a market for spring football. There is professional a for spring, spring football. football. Yeah. Well, I mean, shit, you saw the beer snake they had at that Washington game. Yes, I mean that's a lot of money being made right there on just selling them beers. Mm-hmm. But we'll see how it goes. I mean, it is what it is. But I, I don't I, to, to answer it in this segment. I don't think anybody holds this against. Brown. Brown. Hell no. No. I'm excited for it. The best is yet to come with Right. Him. And I really think, I mean, my full opinion is I really think we're really going to get to see the type of coach he is mm-hmm. with, you know, all bets off. Yep. I'm not losing anything by, you know, throwing this freshman out here, moving this guy here. Let's, let's experiment a little here. Mm-hmm. And I think ultimately it's going to generate into a great, great season next year because you've already got – got things figured out you can work out your kinks in the whole season with nothing to lose yeah i think i i just feel good about where things are going and when you fire a coach i think people people want to fire a coach after one bad year and that's that's ridiculous you don't you don't yeah you don't fire a coach until you have no confidence you have zero confidence in their ability to lead the program and unless it's really taggart well that was a really strange situation. <laughs> but he I mean that that's one of the worst hires ever. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely terrible. But well, I, you know, we'll see. I I'm good if we win three if we go 3 and 7 but we play well, I'm okay. I mean, if we win 6 games, I'll be happy. I don't have a whole lot of expectations this year. Sounds I think we could be pretty good though. I think so too. Well, let's take a break. We'll come back and uh wrap it up pass you run a mile you miss a blocking assignment you run a mile you fumble the football and i will break my foot off in your john brown hind parts and then you will run a mile perfection Welcome back in the Section 304 podcast. This, we're just going to wrap this up. We're going to talk about our new format of the show. One thing, we're Diddy's going to start doing some videos. Yeah, we've got to blast some shit out on YouTube or somewhere, Facebook, every now and again. Yeah, by the way, we got a YouTube channel we're uh, starting up. It is Section 304 podcast. It's already up there. Nothing 
no content yet, but we're going to get that for you. Get this camera figured out. Start doing maybe a little a little uh, gambling segment. Give you some lines. Give you what I think, and you can bet the other way because I do not have great luck. And uh, then we'll just you know maybe one segment a week we'll put it on camera, put that shit out there for you guys, and uh, you know let you into uh, our humble recording area. Uh, once a week or once every other week, we'll figure all that shit out. But uh, we're going to do some new things, and hopefully everybody will enjoy it. And uh, if you are an avid golfer, go check our boy out, uh, Andrew Ford, out at Bogey's Driving Range. It's out by Big Ben Golf man. Course, man. If you and even if you, some even food. if you don't golf, go out there hit that barbecue, my man. Is he's got a smoker, oh, serious smoker out got there. Got a serious, serious smoker. He knows what he's doing in the barbecue game. It's a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Get them barbecue nachos and treat yourself to uh, to a bucket of balls, some nachos, and a cold drink. Hit off grass. Yes. Can't do that very many places no. around here. Yeah, it's, no, you can't. So a lot of that's you why people, I go down yeah, there. All a the lot time. of you people who think your golf game is tight, hitting off them fucked up carpets. Go out there and hit off grass because I know you hitting off them carpets, thinking you're bombing about two or three bills with the driver. You feel like Rory, and then you get to the course. Stuff that tea in the ground, and you top that shit, and it ends up in the lake, and you wonder what happened. What happened is you're speaking from experience over there. Goddamn right, I am. (laughs) That's why the only place I go is Bogies to hit my golf balls, son. Man, I love I love it out there. Nice atmosphere. It's really nice. It's nice patio too. Uh huh. So, and we're not just saying that because they're a sponsor. I'm I'm out there all the time. Before they were a sponsor, it's beautiful. Shit, if you kayak, he's got the beach cleared off down there. Take your kayaks out, pull up on him. Oh, I forgot all about the yeah, kayak. He's got the beach. There. He's got the beach cleared up. Pull up on him. Call. They'll bring some food down to the river for you. He's doing it right. Go check him out. Our boy Ford out at Bogies, man. Hit him up. Check him out. Hit a, hit a bucket of balls. Get you something cold to drink. Get some good food. Tell him that say, the Section Three Hundred Four boy sent you his way. And then we've got one more sponsor. I'm waiting to hear back from. We'll see if it pans out, but it could be fun uh, getting some bets in. So. We'll see. But yeah, locking gonna, those plays. I'm gonna get them bets in anyway. Oh, are you? Get, oh yeah. Mounties are a thousand to one to win the national title. This national little value, this national title, don't little count value for me, play. Fucker, I done told you that. I'm not counting this national title. This, this if is, we win it, you will count it. I won't. I won't. What? I won't. Oh, I will. Oh my. Are you? Oh, I will. Are you off your fucking meds? A no. national title wouldn't count. College it. football playoff, the trophy. I wouldn't count it in basketball either. Plus oh all my team, God! Plus all teams play. I want the, the shit uneven playing field. You count that World Series when they came back. Well, from the hold strike? on. Before you say uneven playing field, the Pac-12 and Big Ten wouldn't even be there later anyway. In basketball, they would. Well, basketball. I'm talking about football. Basketball is our best shot in the Natty this year. Oh, in I basketball, agree. they would be there because Tom Izzo is there a lot. Yeah. Ain't True. nobody in fucking Beeline when he was at Michigan. He was there quite a bit too. He so was. you can't say that they're not there. Pac-12 is not really there. Nobody, ain't nobody checking for them in basketball. But no one checks on them in football either. So yeah, ain't nobody checking for that since Reggie Bush was out there. My boy OJ Mayo. Your boy OJ Mayo. Yep. It's wrong what they did to him in the league, man. Just because he liked to smoke a little smoke grass. A little grass. Now it's the devil's lettuce. That's what he got banned for. I'm pretty sure that. Maybe no way. Was, it might have been some. Uh, he had to be on other stuff. Maybe I don't know. I'm not going to get into that. I think he's the only guy in the NBA that smokes. No, nah, I think they can smoke it legally now. I don't think it's even tested for anymore, which I is solid. Think so I think the world should go to that after being locked down and all this. You should be able to smoke a little ch- chiba if you want to. 
Well, on that note, let's yeah, get out of here. Let's get out of here. We'll see you next week. <laughs>